Everybody, Hollywood Cole here for the HEK Video Game Experience here, as always, with Clearfire. What's up, Clearfire? How's your tea? My how's tea's your, really good. How's your throat coat? My throat coat's doing really well. <laughs> My, but, is but it coating that throat? Uh, it is, but I have death running through the family and through the house right now. Now I got COVID, huh? The plague has hit the, has hit the household, has hit the Clearfire house, yes. And it's a logical fallacy, but we, it must be stated that the Clear got the booster shot Tuesday and has been sick ever since. So the logical fallacy is just because something happened and as a result doesn't necessarily mean that's the reason. But it's just, you know, goes, there you go. Yeah. I'm also here with Nick. What's up, Nick? You got a, I see your shaved head, man. Yeah. You just threw me off. I, oh, I buzzed God, it. I just that too. I buzzed nice, it. Nice, man. Oh, well, you just kind of... Just had a what? What got you to there? Just had a hair up my butt. Just thought I'd do there something different. My wife hated it when we first got married that I shaved my head, but I was also clean shaven then. But she said that the the goatee actually works with it now. Even though I look like Edward Norton in American History X for some reason. But... <laughs> oh gosh, that a good old American History X. <laughs> tighten up, tighten up that goatee. Yeah, oh, yeah I was getting teased by my, my family. It was like, you know, my dad's like, oh, you look like a skinhead now, you know. So, <laughs> um, KGB, Teddy KGB. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm growing it back out either way. It was just doing something different. Uh, cool, man. Well, welcome. We got Nick Thimianos here, of course, Hello. for the uh, Legend of Zelda 2. And of course, we had to bring back British Redneck. What's up, British Redneck? Hello, it is good to be back. <laughs> Welcome back. And uh, we got the, we got the band back together just like we did for the first uh, Zelda that we talked about, A Link to the Past. And Nick had mentioned in there something about Zelda 2. So this is going to be a perfect conversation. I love what we got going here. Let's go. What, what, what about it? What do you want to say about it, Nick? No. Zelda 2. I, I, I liked it. I know. I know. <laughs> Clear was okay. definitely like no, you're out of your weave, but I mean I enjoyed it when I played it. I'm sure if I play it now, I'm like, hmm. but I enjoyed it then. Oh, that's good. It's better now. We'll talk about it. But clear, what's been going on, man? Well, first the COVID has been going on, of course, as mentioned right. earlier. But in the wonderful world of news, Microsoft bought Activision. Yeah, they did. Yes, that's insane, and, guys. But the the. The nice thing about that is that Kotick will leave once the transition happens. So however long it happened, uh, it's going to go through. Once it's complete, he's gone, which... It was one of the um, major parts of the deal. Like, that had to happen. Otherwise, Microsoft was not going to buy them, from what I understand. Oh, even better. No, good. I'm glad. he. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things that need to change, but... I mean, it's not just that. Uh, there, there's talks that there might be a potential expansion for Diablo Two Resurrected. So Ooh, a six act that never existed before. No, so I guess uh, oh, the Curious Visions. Uh, I think that's who made it. Um, that 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 might be still on the table. And then also Blizzard just announced today that uh, that they're going to do a survival game. Ooh. and they're hiring and i'm like wow so that's pretty cool so i'm i'm, I'm hyped I'm, I'm just hoping that 
you know, is uh, I, I'm definitely going to get back on WoW once Kotick is gone. As soon as he's gone, that sub is coming right back. Nice. You getting on classic? No, no. Oh man! Look at that face when he says it. I know. It's like some people it's just like want to take poison. that easy route. No, you know? it's not that. The thing is, I mean, you got everything up to BC. Like if, and exactly. don't get me wrong, I loved when it was back in the day. But I know that I've I've got so groomed with the updates and WoW and with other MMOs that I'm going to play something that's going to feel pretty dated, and then it's going to put me off. And it's that that's really the only thing. I don't have anything against it. I just know for a fact that I'm not going to enjoy it as as much as I used to. Because I even remember when I first started playing WoW back in the day, I stopped at level forty for months. I just left it because it was just too yeah. much. I, I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> that's what uh, I do now. That's what a lot of guys are doing now. They're playing, and like, I'll, I'll take like two months off, three months off. But uh, I literally just got my rogue up to level seventy, like. Uh, I got a warlock at 70 and the rogue up to 70 just recently. And the rogue, you can kind of run around in dungeons solo and do all the stuff you just kind of want to do. You don't have to be relying on a group and all this kind of stuff. And that's what I like. And I like the fact that they have all these talent trees that you can just, there's no, my talent is my talent tree or my spec is not online anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I fine tune it to me and they got rid of that stuff in brow retail, but we've talked about that before, but, but you, you're not the only one of the people that play with us too, that have the same sentiment as you do. A lot of people say, well, I've already done all this. I don't want to do it again. I don't want to go back to retail. I'll, I'll be and, honest, uh, man. I don't want to go back to Nagrand and kill 90 different clef hoofs. I, I don't. Oh, you remember. Oh, come on, man. I got <laughs> wow. PTSD. That, you had to do that as uh, a rogue or a leather fun. worker. You kill them and then you scrub them and then you got to go. It, it was, and that was the thing, you too. You got to put in work. No, no. That's not work. <laughs> it's a that, part-time that is, job. Exactly. It, I mean, uh, it, it's funny. Um, that was the thing back then too, though. It's like, okay, you're going to go here. You're going to kill 20. That's what killed new world. It was like, okay, I'm going to kill these 10 things here. Then I got to go back all the way. It's just there. The dynamicism, you started seeing that in, in burning crusade, but it really in Lich King where they, to me that I saw that they started adding a lot more variety with these quests. Like, yeah, you got to kill these guys, but Hey, you're going to roll in this tank and run them all over. Like sweet. You know? Yeah. 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 That's what that, that's my argument with Yeah, the it. fetch quest and all that garbage is tough, but that is old school. But anyway. Um, well, the other, the other big piece of this, too, is, is you know, how is this going to affect the gaming world? Like, you're looking at Activision being bought out by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. We all know how that's going with how they bought out. Um, what was the other one they just recently bought out that was big? Bethesda. Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and how most of those games are now going to PC Xbox exclusives. And Sony's like saying, well, we think, you know, we we're planning for them to honor their, you know, shares. But will they really do it or will it be more of a oh Xbox and, pl- and X- Xbox and PC has this for X amount of time and then it'll get released on PlayStation because. <laughs> PlayStation is their big competitor. They're trying to beat PlayStation. Well, to be fair, PlayStation, uh, Xbox has tried to open those channels where they could do crossplay, and PlayStation has been pretty much like, no, there's very, very, there's like a small handful of games that you could crossplay different platforms in between Xbox and PlayStation. Um, but I mean, they've also started incorporating some of their 
first uh first party games like you know god of uh not first party but you know like exclusives you got god of war that's finally coming on computer that's already out this month you have um the uncharted series are coming out so if uncharted's going to be on there i'm hoping that the last of us are going to be coming on pc uh, eventually they're going to release uh final fantasy 7 the remake whenever that happens so PlayStation is slowly like releasing their catalog onto the PC. So it's not going to matter down the line, I don't think. But I, at the same time, I'm okay with Microsoft picking up all this stuff because you have like companies like EA that cannibalize studios to to you know to assemble the line the stuff that they're already working on, and then that's it. You know. Um, you could you could see the ramifications of what what happened with EA buying Bioware. I mean, Bioware is losing so much of their identity, and you see the flops that they had, like like Anthem in um, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic and stuff like that. And look what they did to Dice with the Battlefront games. I'm, I, I mean, granted that they made them a lot better after the whole upheaval, but still, you know, I'm I'm seeing that Microsoft is not going to do that kind of executive meddling, at least in the scale of what. Activision has done and what EA has done. So I'm thinking that now, now, now I have to ask you a question mm-hmm. real quick there. In all of that is, how do you think that Knights of the Old Republic is a flop? No, 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 no. Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMO. The old, okay, the MMO. Yeah, you said, you, okay, you said Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, even, even, the, even, even the even the Old Republic. No, Kotor. It's not the Kotor. Bioware wasn't picked up by EA yet. No, because they still had both of them that mm-hmm. came out on Xbox. Right. And then Obsidian made the second KOTOR, which was amazing also, but again, uh, mm-hmm. you know, highly unfinished in certain this, in certain sections and stuff. But it was still a phenomenal game. Um, but I uh, – with The Old Republic, it's still a solid game if you want to just play for the story. But, you know, again – like what we were talking about uh, earlier about me going to classic, it it's got data gameplay now where you know it just doesn't feel right. It feels too clunky. So there's that. Oh, it's an extremely dated game. They never did do well on the updates of it. But you know, I've got several friends around here that play it very much still to this day, and oh, trust would me, have I want- to argue. I would have to argue that it's not not probably not a flop, but probably not the best updated or upgraded game. Yeah, flop might be a wrong word, but I mean, I was excited about trying out the new Legacy of the Sith expansion that comes out this year. Uh, but then they they went back on the promise about like how the fighting style system that they were doing was not going to work right. So it's that that put me off. I'm not coming back, but we'll see. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, definitely excited about. I don't know. It's kind of a weird double-edged sword because, you know, man, Hollywood would have expressed this, you know, especially with me but having both the PS5 and the Series X. When I go to turn on, turn on a game, I'm sorry, I turn on my Series X way before I turn on my PS5. Now, granted, I've got some amazing games on PS5. you got Ghost of Tsushima. You've got Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales. You've got a lot of fun, great games. But they just it's something about the series x and something that microsoft did right has pulled them this way and i just also read an article too that i wanted to bring up here too they're predicting playstation to outsell xbox two to one this year and i'm like you're predicting that but yet microsoft just bought activision microsoft bought bethesda you got all of these things that microsoft's done how do you justify that they're going to outsell them other than the fact that outside of the u.s playstation does sell twice as better than 
the Xbox. It just does. It doesn't sell at all in Japan, where most of what what all this rankings come from. So it'll be interesting to see. But I do think like the acquisition of uh, Blizzard Activision is going to make a a big dent. Well, yeah, because you got the Call of Duty, you got the Call of Duty franchise with Activision, and I know for a fact that that game is mostly played on PlayStation versus Xbox, and that's going to be really wild to see. At least for the exclusivity side. Um, there might be another well, exclusive wars that is going to happen down the line if they don't try to work together with this. I, I mean, I mean, look what look what look what Sony had set up with Destiny on PlayStation versus Xbox. They had releases that happened only on PlayStation for Destiny mm-hmm. that didn't happen on Xbox. Even years later, it took years later to get that content, and it put a huge hurting on them. I think it's fixing to flip, especially on something as big as Call of Duty, because that's a massive game. I mean, mm-hmm. it sells like crazy every year, and the good thing is, is we might not get an every single year release on it that's, you know, a crap release because people complain about it every single Thank year. God. You might actually get a real Call of Duty now, a real let, good let, let's be honest. Call of Duty that's been worked on. Let's now. be honest. Let's just call it Call of FIFA, you know, because every <laughs> every year is a new Call of Duty. I I think I, I stopped at Black Ops too, man. I couldn't just, just Modern say Warfare is one of the best, better ones. So, the uh, yeah. the new Modern Warfare. They changed the graphics, the the different engine or whatever. That that was about it. The new one, and one after that, the Black Ops after that, nope, uh, with the CIA. It was kind of cool, um, but it just the story is a little bit different, but the multiplayer is the same. And then the Vanguard, forget about it, dude. It's just like, come on, man. Even the multiplayer, I mean, even the, the campaign is a little tough to play. You can talk about outdated. It just seems so, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of a game. It's kind of it's like that bad company kind of thing. It's just a oh, weird. Love, well, that's oh, the thing. Though. I love I love bad company too. I it's loved not it. Smooth, that was so you know? fun. Well, you talk about dated. You know, that's a 360 mm. game. You know, it's extremely dated. Well, even when so, they came out with the second one too, it's just uh, and well, after they would, you had Modern they, Warfare. Didn't they a third? No, they didn't do a Bad Company three. I would love that because I I genuinely love Bad Company two. It was it was fun playing online. Uh, just blowing up every all the buildings where people were chilling at and. Yeah, know. any destruction. Did yeah, you get a modern console, uh, British? Not yet. I'm well. I'm kind of like uh, stuck on what to get and when to get it because um, being on PC, I pretty much have access to everything except for the exclusives right off the bat. But um, I if don't you're know. On, if you're on PC, you have access to all of it. All you got to do is get Games Pass. Yeah. I mean, I hate to pump that, but you get Games Pass Ultimate. You got it all. You have no need for a console at that point. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, the only console of a console that I use other than PC right now is the Switch every now and then. So, no, I still play my Switch. You got a a modern console then. A Switch is considered a modern console. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I yeah. Switch is a great way. one. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, I just gave my son his Switch that I bought him when we went to Memphis, the Pokemon Special Edition Switch Lite. He got, uh, just decided to give it to him because he's been asking to play Mario Kart all the time. And now he's sitting in a little makeshift tent that we made for him in our bedroom so he could sleep in there with us, too, Aww. playing Mario Kart all night long. <laughs> you should definitely get Dead Souls if you don't have it yet. I'm still going to keep touting that game. <laughs> Yeah, what? Dead cells. Dead cells, dude. Oh, dead cells. Yeah, I know. I need to get that That's one. That one's great. It's, it's an awesome looking one. But I mean, it, 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 I think 
for British, you know, you're in a perfect position because you've got a console. I'm willing to bet you probably have a console that's got at least a 2000 series graphics card in it. Yep, sure and, do. You know, then you're good to go. You're golden, <laughs> you know. Get Games Pass, you're golden. You get most, you'll get most of the first party releases of the day they drop. You're good yeah. to go. If I if I had to choose, it would probably be PlayStation just because of their exclusives and you know them and Microsoft kind of yeah not really getting along and all that. So, <laughs> and I mean yes. I will say I will say the PS5 is a great console. No, and I only like knock it. You know I really like my PlayStation Five. It's just there's some type of draw there to that Series X that always pulls me to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because back because uh, I don't have the new the new systems, but I remember I had a Xbox One and I had the PS4. But I didn't touch my one. I was always on the PS4. It was really weird. Yeah, it seems like it seems to jump back and forth. Of course, mm-hmm. this is just out of necessity or whatever. That just default, I got an Xbox first because I haven't seen a PlayStation Five in the wild. I got this Xbox out in the wild. And so I bought several games on it. I actually just bought Fight Night Champions, the old 360 game, five dollars, yes. dude. Oh, so fun! And it loads quickly. Blah blah blah. You know, it's just uh, you can play all these old. And like that's probably another one of the appeals is that there's a lot of games that I didn't get to play on PlayStation back then. And then I turn my PlayStation Four on, and not only do I feel just like, oh man, this is ratty. It sounds like <laughs> ratty. It's so about to burn up, man. It's like sounds like it's a carrier trying to take it off. Sounds it sounds sick. <laughs> I mean, just it's crazy. And it's like I'm thinking about just going to buy a PS Pro, Four Pro. I mean, there's no PS Five game I want to buy, play. That's the thing. It's only been almost two years, or it's there's been not. past two years. It, it, well, it's 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 in its second year now. It was it's in its second year. So we're, I'm thinking ahead where they're, they're saying we're not even going to get it this year. All right, it's not even mm-hmm. going to be a common any this year. So it's going to be two years in if it's if the trend holds before you, we even get to get it. And then if you just go to GameStop or something, there's no game. I mean, it's just it's a little frustrating. And Xbox is trying to take this route just to confuse everybody that they don't even make three. We don't make Xbox Series X games. It's just Xbox games. You know. Well, well, the thing is, is now all they do make our Xbox Series X games because they no longer produce the Xbox One. They started stopped production on yeah. that, what, two weeks ago? There's Maybe plenty of those left if you I want mean, that. You can't, so, you can't even, you, well, I mean, you can buy them, but they don't, they're not making them anymore. And what did PlayStation do? Instead of stopping production of the PlayStation 4, they ramp up production of the PlayStation 4. Yeah, that's a little I just silly. Shake my, shake my head. head Lower the price of it. Lower oh the gosh. price of the PlayStation 4 Pro. Right. So I can not feel bad about buying one. So it's almost $100 less than the PS5. You Man, know? They're, they're, both the PlayStations I got are just, uh, you know, paperweights. Like they're just sitting there because everything is streaming through the TV now or Apple, Apple TV. But because my wife and son <laughs> own the TVs, I just don't feel like moseying yeah. over to the couch and trying to load up Spider Man anymore. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I I really don't see myself buying a PlayStation 5 anytime soon. And there's really two games this year that I'm looking forward to, and both of them are going to be on the PC. Um, So, uh, Elden Ring being one of them. And then, um, of course, Starfield later on this year. Is that, they got a release date for that? 
Starfield? Uh, well, Starfield, rumor no. is it's going to be November, but that's rumors. Wow. They could delay it. <laughs> no, yeah, them, probably but, will, you know. but that would be all. I'm we're so pumped about that game. Yep. I don't know anything about it other than it's made by <laughs> Bethesda. I, I am, Starfield, Starfield's an awesome game. I am totally going to just temper my expectations for that. I'm I'm more excited that they did a teaser for Outer Worlds 2. Yes. Than, than anything oh, they about, did? Yes. It, it's, it's just a, it's a pre-gen uh, cinematic, but it confirms that um, Phineas is back. And so is the main character. You're playing the same main character. But um, so I'm stoked about that. But Starfield, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but it's definitely on my list for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm pumped about it. Too many times. (laughs) I tried the Outer Worlds. It's kind of, I mean, it's a little bit different. I guess you think you're going to just go in there and start shooting everything up and win. It's not the case in Outer Worlds. You kind of got to use some strategy. You could, but oh man that my one of my favorite lines in the game but this is a family show so i'm not going to say it but it is great <laughs> i will just say this much I can when beep it you get after you beat the first planet and you go onto uh, a station your ship gets locked down and then you got to go to one of the corporate headquarters and then there's a guy there that's a representative and you could just just lay into him about it you know, the ship and he gets all flustered. It is, it is priceless. <laughs> and I, I mean, I genuinely love that game. And I played that on, on uh, the supernova difficulty where you can't, you can only fast travel back to your ship, but you can't save and you can't, un- unless you sleep in your, and saving your ship, it is painful. And especially if you play with your companions and they could die. There's so many times I rage quit because I was like, Nope, Nope. I, I just, I'm just <laughs> doing it for the challenge, but this was way too punishing. <laughs> 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 yeah I, I remember trying it on um on supernova difficulty and uh i didn't last that long and you know i love my companions so <laughs> no i ended up picking <laughs> like up the lone wolf trait and i was like you guys are staying home <laughs> <laughs> you know like in skyrim and fallout 4 i always have to have a companion <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of grow an attachment to them <laughs> In Skyrim, I just got to a point that I just like taking like Lydia up to the top of Throw of the World and just Fusrada her off the cliff. And I did the same thing. <laughs> and then she comes and finds me like three weeks later. <laughs> like, whoa. <Yeah. laughs> I'm sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and start talking about this Zelda 2. Ooh. So raise your hand if you've played Zelda 2. Okay. I know y'all can't see me, but my hand is down. (laughs) (laughs) Clear, Nick, and Hollywood have played Zelda 2. Okay, so good. So we can tell British all about it. So the first thing before we jump into it is Clear's got fun facts. Again, for Zelda. This is going to be tough, too, because there's not a lot of fun in Zelda 2. No, there's not. There's some good facts. Um, (laughs) So, first of all, is a fact that actually is correcting what Hollywood said earlier. This is not The Legend of Zelda 2. This is the only title in the entire Zelda series that does not have The Legend of in its title. It is just Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Yep. That is your first fun fact. Yep. Okay. It's also something else about the title that's the only thing to have. And that is a Roman numeral. None of the others have Roman numerals either. 
Oh, I don't have that one in my fun facts. Ooh. Okay, good. So I'm scared to say it. I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. But all right, <laughs> no, so let's talk about this. So this is so, and I'm gonna have my. I'm not gonna get into the dates and all this. Uh, but Zelda one uh, released in Japan for around '84, something like that. Then Zelda two released one year later. One year later in Japan, so they ha- so Zelda two was our. And I can't remember the how it lines up to where. We got the Zelda two. I think was even either out right before or after we got uh, the first one over here in the states, and so they had that one for the disc drive Zelda two. Anyway, and it did well in Japan. Did not so good here. It still was a very high selling game. I think it was like one of the top ten best selling games of all time or something like that for Nintendo back in the day. Um, I want to say it was like top five believe it or not but Miyamoto has since said that it was a failure I told you Nick that he said it was a mistake and that's that's not true he didn't say it was a mistake he said it was a failure or something like that um there's a different team working on it uh the whole time they didn't have a they didn't have an actual um kind of format of how Zelda was going to be but this is a side scroller British it's a little bit different have you seen pictures of it I have not Oh, let okay. me take a look. I'm going to take a look right now. Yeah, go ahead and look it up because <laughs> it's a side scroller and um, it kind of threw everybody off. It's, it's combat. I actually like the combat in it. Mm-hmm. It has a little leveling system. Um, there actually are no, I say, items that you can use, and that's a little bit of a, in a, in a traditional Zelda sense, you don't get a boomerang, you don't get a bomb, um, you do get a raft, I think, you get the, a ladder. Uh, most of the stuff combat's done with spells this time, and you kind of go into these different towns and um, fight stuff on the outer world to get levels, pee bags for experience, and then you can level up your character. And one thing they did in the uh, American version that they did not have in the Japanese version is that you can save your experience points and level up something else in the uh, in the American version. You know what I'm talking about? So you're going to do life power or life attack or magic and you might only have 200 to put down and the only thing that you could buy would be magic where you want to save it because you don't really use magic or you just don't you go to cancel and then now you get those 200 points that carry over so you can increase your attack next time you level up or whatnot so nick has said it's ahead of its time before. i i felt like that because you know rpgs were still pretty fledgling back then i mean you had the Absolutely. first Zelda, just an overland, you walk around, there's th- secrets you could find, but there wasn't any type of interaction really beyond you're going to get the sword from the dude. That's it. You know, I can't remember any other interactions. This one, you're going to different towns. I, I You know, I was also – I started playing that game around the same time I was playing Castlevania 2, you know, Simon's Quest. That was really right. RPG-like. You went to different towns. Yep. You talked to people. You – um, you gained abilities in the sense like you know like you were saying you could update you could up your stats you can learn skills where you could thrust up you could thrust you could jump up and thrust down so um, it changed up your tactics as well and yeah of course it was a side scroller with the overhand uh, overland map that you know that you'd normally see from like Final Fantasy before something grabs you I thought that was always an interesting take and um, you know, you kind of almost see that in Link's Awakening on Game Boy with the way they did the perception and stuff. There were moments mm-hmm. where you had like the 2D moments like that too, a side scroller. So, I mean, 
I don't know. I've always found it interesting in, 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 in the sense because the Nintendo, yes, it was definitely for me to believe that it was ahead of its time because there was not that many games that were like that, especially as a side scroller. Yeah, it absolutely was, you know, covering new territory that we'd never seen before, which is a lot of games. But, uh, you know, they I guess they didn't know if it was already it was kind of developed in the same time as the first Zelda because it was a year later release so they didn't know is that enough time to tell hey this is the the format that we want to use forever but that, like you said castlevania 2 did the same thing uh with their kind of metroidvania type of thing zelda 2 is certainly not near as cryptic as uh castlevania um but uh you hit i mean yeah you're right ahead of its time is you know my favorite games you've heard me say is like when you these games where you hit something or shoot something and numbers come off their head. Well, this was all, this was Zelda, man. Zelda did that. Zelda two did that, you know, right then, back then. Um, so, it's one I never go ahead. Go clear. Ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so I have a, you know, one of my list of my fun facts and I know I'm oh, jumping yeah. in there quick for a fun fact, but this one goes back to the whole conversation about, uh, Miyamoto, um, Miyamoto talking about how he was unhappy with the game and he was saying that uh when he spoke with uh kotaku's uh steven totilio uh on one of these interviews he said we uh when we were designing games we had our plan for what we were going to design but in our process it evolves and grows from there in zelda 2 adventure link unfortunately all we ended up creating was what we originally had planned on paper he expressed his desire for improving the game's performance on nes and wishing for bigger and badder enemies so definitely had this passion to make it better but i guess because of the time constraint you know a year to make the game you really didn't get all of what they really wanted for it yeah that's tough i don't know i know that we got rambo before uh we got zelda 2 and it's uh, the exact same game yep exactly in terms of the engine or whatever you would call it back it's a then. reskin <laughs> no so it's not that we, bad <laughs> so zelda 2 was already out though before and, and, I, and i tried to find online where did this happen i think a claim did rambo i'm not sure i think it was a claim and like where did this how did they cross paths to get that you know game design you know what i'm saying did they just straight up blatantly steal it or did they uh say hey we want a game for we got license for rambo we don't know what to do nintendo we need your help they said oh here's a here's a game we've been working on i mean in they, fact we don't like zelda 2 so here <laughs> you know <laughs> they could have easily picked up the source code from them or they could have just yeah you know they could have reverse engineered and made it i don't know but i mean it's it's not unheard of for other studios to purchase like frameworks and, and stuff i mean you could even go to the unreal store now on the launcher and you could buy different art assets animation rigs you know all this kind of stuff from independent developers or you know and you could just purchase these themes and whatnot so i'm sure they had a modicum of that i'm, I'm, I'm sure they were like okay here's a side scroller engine or the code go ham they probably had that yeah, it's but it's it's just so the way he jumps, the way he throws the knife, even when he throws the knife. Rambo has throwing knives, mm -hmm. and it goes out just about the same distance as Link's sword, like the little you know shooting it out. Oh yeah, absolutely. And without the sword, it's the same as the knife and the. But anyway, it's just you know, it's just I I cannot find that anywhere. I don't know. I wish I could I mean, find out that answer. But there was another game called uh, uh, Vice Project Doom. And that yep. game, uh, 
you know, they had like a couple, it, that was a, that was a really fun game. I loved that game as a kid too, but I mean, it also was like kind of the, in the spirit of the Ninja Gaiden games too, just exactly oh, with yeah. the tiny sprite or there's another one I forgot. Um, like Strider or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shatterhands was awesome, man. And there's little beat-em-ups running around side-scrollers, but but anyway, yeah, the side scroll is kind of what we're used to, and uh, the Zelda 2 map is supposed to be just this massive map. It swall- There's a little piece of the big map you can see that looks like the map of Zelda 1, just to try to show you some scope, and uh, it looks massive. But I went back and played it later, dude, and I never finished it as a kid, and I didn't like it as a kid either. I just kind of turned it off. I kind of just didn't really understand what was going on. You know, just because you expected to see that Zelda one. Um, And uh, so I just never played it. And then I went back and finished it as an adult. And uh, I kind of liked it, you know, when I went back again and played it later. So not really knowing what to expect or whatever. But anybody got anything else about it? Fun fact, clear? Well, I mean, I got plenty of fun facts, but not any to insert right there. Um, <laughs> no, I was just looking. Up, I was just looking it up because you know, I mean, we were talking about it on a previous podcast. I had bought the Zelda Game and Watch ones, and it actually has the Zelda two on there. And as much as it pains me to think about going back to play it, I might have to just go back and play it to get another spin on it. You know. Well, I think British, you can tell from our reaction here to how we're talking about this game. We're just kind of lackluster. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> And I don't think that's fair to the game, but it is fair to say it did not have the moments that Link to the Past had, right? With the rain, like we talked about, or finding oh, the Master yeah. Sword, or finding it just kind of was there, and you just kind of went through it. I don't remember any any epic moments in this game. I, I will be honest; it did. It was a paint by the numbers kind of uh, RPG. What I like, I said, what I thought was interesting was it was it did try to invest you. There was, you know, like a you know you had interactions with other people and and whatnot in certain in in certain spots in the game but um i mean the the idea that they tried to do something so different especially for an early nintendo game it is always worth a shot and plus i'm sure there are references of zelda 2 throughout you know all the different zelda games oh absolutely well, speaking of that, there's actually references of other Zelda games in Zelda 2. Ooh. So here oh, comes a fun fact. Here we go. Think about the names of the towns. Like Kakariko Rudo. Village. Like Raru, Ruto, Saramito, Naburu, and Darunia. Those are all named after the sages from the legend of zelda ocarina of time on n64 and if you do correctly remember from our talks of the zelda timeline with swinging thunder this game zelda 2 actually comes after ocarina of time in the timeline in the hero doesn't win timeline in the bad timeline so that would make sense of why they're named that way. But wasn't the yeah, original cool. Zelda the same thing too? Wasn't wasn't Zelda two a direct sequel to yes. the original Zelda? But that was also in the timeline of Link losing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So so the towns are named after the wise men from before. That's the cool. sages. The sages, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so. The, it's it's a weird. So we'll, so there's at the very beginning there's a Zelda sleeping, and so. 
so I've heard both ways. I've heard that it is the original Zelda and it's not. I'm going to go with it's not the original Zelda. It is the original Link. He's 16 now. And so what happened was the the king owned one of the Triforces, right, of wisdom, I think, because Link has the courage and um, Ganon had the power. But I think they had, this is the first one introduced to three. Uh, or, but anyway, this, I don't remember, so I'm getting it all jacked up. But anyway, so the, the uh, prince that was supposed to take over when the king died, he got upset because the, the king didn't trust the prince and left the Triforce with Zelda, and Zelda hid it. And so um, when Zelda hid it, the, the prince wanted, you know, try to coax Zelda into giving him the location of the Triforce, which, which she did not. So he talked to this mage, which came in and put a sleeping spell on Zelda. And Zelda then passed out and uh, went, to, went to sleep into a coma, I guess you could say. So this is like Snow White sleep. But, when, but the mage, as he chanted the spell, he passed out too and died. And so now Zelda's sleeping forever. And so the, the prince feels terrible about it. So then he makes a decree that any female born in the royal line from that day forward will be named Zelda. So that's why you got all these different Zeldas. Oh. So, okay. um, yeah. And so Link has to awaken the Zelda. So I guess if that's the very first Zelda, it has to be the original Zelda because Link was younger mm-hmm. fighting the, finding the first Zelda. But, um, but anyway, yeah, that's how that came to pass. And that's how they wanted to kind of explain why everybody, every girl's a Zelda. But it's got to be the royal family. It can't just be any girl born in Hyrule. It has to be part of the royal line. So, like, so, as of now, is the original Zelda still sleeping as far as the lore goes? Somewhere? Uh, she, she gets waking up at the end, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, there's a lot of weird little things about this game. Like, when you die. So, you had lives. Like, times three lives. You know, when you die, you uh, you didn't have lives in any of the others. And um, I think it's the only one that you have lives on. You pick up a little baby Link doll, and that gives you an extra man. <laughs> and like, uh, <laughs> and so you uh, can die inside of a dungeon. And it actually, st- at least on the, um, the Switch version, it starts you back, not at the beginning of the dungeon, but in, um, close to a room that you just went into. And I don't remember it being that difficult, because everybody complains about them having to start all over. But you only start all over from the Sleeping Zelda. It's like so you start at the Sleeping Zelda in this at the center of Hyrule, I guess. And um, if you lose all your lives, you have to go back there. Um, but I think it used to just start you at the beginning of the dungeon. But then when you get to Dungeon Nine, the final dungeon, if you lose all your lives, you still get to start back at the beginning of the dungeon, which is kind of one of the funny things that everybody goes, "Why is it like that? You should have done this the whole time." You obviously thought about it, but anyway, it's not that big a deal. I mean, it's not crazy to walk to. I mean, it's, I don't remember that being a problem as an adult, but. Um, so, in speaking of death and game over and dying, I have another fun fact on that is if you thought that Ganon's laughter in the game over cutscene sounded oh. familiar, that's because it is. Hollywood, do you know who the, uh, yes. who the, laugh, did, who the laugh is from? I sure do. Anybody want to take a guess first? No clue. It's a different game. It's from a different game it's, altogether. It's a soundbite from a different game. 
I, I'll tell you the game. Is it like you, Mario? I, this little Mario no. laugh. Is it Kefka's? Is it Kefka's laugh from Final Fantasy? No, oh, that'd be awesome All if right. it was. I, it's a good guess, though. Figured that out. It's from Punch Out. Think about the laugh now. It's from one of the characters from Punch Out. Who laughs in Punch Out? Yeah, well, there you go. I'll give you another hint. It's another name for Coke. <laughs> Uh, they changed his name. His name used to be Vodka Swinsky. And they changed it for the American version. Soda, oh, soda. Popinski. Yeah. Soda Popinski. Soda Popinski. Oh. It's his laugh. So it's like, rah, 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 rah. you know, remember when he knocks you out <clears throat> in the game? He must have never got knocked out by Soda Pop. You're I don't good, remember. Huh? It's, been that, it's been a minute. <laughs> no. But I also played the original Punch Out where it's like Mr. Dream yes, instead of Mike Tyson. He's got yeah. Soda Pop on there. Okay. And and this and they basically said that they did that to, you know, uh, save some time and money. And then here's another example is for uh, Boo's creepy laugh in Super Mario 64 is actually a sped up version of Bowser's laugh. <laughs> so there's you another little bonus fun fact out of there. So, so this game when you die—that's what I thought you were going to say—is this part when you die, you 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 turn into a silhouette and the screen starts bl- in the original version blinks like crazy, and it would give people seizures, and so they had to take that out of any remake, and it's just a black a red screen now, mm-hmm. instead of uh just flashing like that. It's crazy, and I thought there was another time that it did that too, and they had to fix that too. But man, that is that's wild. Just as Anyway, I thought that's what you were going to say for the. I thought that's what you were going to say for the the fact. I mean, can no, you I mean, imagine like dying in a game? And yeah, and I know I just mentioned Mario, but can you just imagine dying in a game and all of a sudden hearing the Mario laugh? <laughs> Trying to take the seriousness <laughs> yeah. out of it. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's supposed to be. Why is Mario laughing? He's supposed to be my friend. It's a, it's a dog laugh but, from uh, Duck Hunt. Oh god! I, I thought you were going to lead with that. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be like the most evil thing ever. I think like that's the most hated character of all time is that dog laughing because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> so there are some seriously difficult parts in this game um, that you uh, fight these shielded guys and you know surround you and some of them are just they just hit so hard and you kind of jump up and try to hit them in the head. That's a little sick. They, they block high or low. You can attack high or low, high or low. And then like Nick said, you can get the thrust down or thrust up but they just sit there and block the thrust down usually i think i can't remember i don't remember that being that was not a easy way around them you had to jump up and try to hit them in their face mask and that was the way to kind of get around those the dark nuts i think that's what they're called there but um there are some crazy difficult games on here parts in here but um and i remember them saying that uh you know the keys in the dungeons i don't they don't transfer over and so you have to have the keys all done or you can turn into a fairy and go through the key lock. So uh, you don't even have to have the key if you do that. But you got to have Hollywood the magic, st- of course. And Hollywood stole one of my fun facts. So oh, you don't man. need key. You don't need keys for this game because you can just fairy through all the doors. Yeah, once you have fairy, <laughs> you can transfer into. I think when you once you turn into a fairy in the stage, you can't turn back out unless you get hit. I think. Or you leave the stage. So you can't just turn into a fairy, go pick something up and leave. Something like that. There's a, there's a, there's a limitation to it. So you just can't fly across the whole game. But anyway, what kind of fond memories do you guys have, man? I'm just trying to, I'm just telling the basic stuff of the games. Do you guys have any fond memories of this game at all? Or is it a dark time? 
it's not a it's not a dark time. Like, oh. It's not a dark time because we all know what the dark ages is for clear fire. That's not definitely oh, does man, not bring back to old school. Definitely doesn't approach that. But it's just one of those games that's you know it's it's kind of forgettable in my memories just because I didn't like it. It was so different from the first one, and then you have a link to the past that comes out after it, and it's like you had two great games of Zelda before and after it, it's just becomes a distant memory at best. I mean, it's just one of those things where I played it and I'm like, uh, yeah, this isn't a Zelda threw it to the side. And then super Nintendo comes out and link to the past comes out and it's like, oh, this is a Zelda game, you know? So it's just <laughs> one of those things that kind of just get lost in the shuffle. See, Your brain only has so much space for memory. And this one just doesn't deserve the space up there. <laughs> See, I liked the gameplay, but just like clear said there, it was pretty forgettable. I mean, there was, the elements that they had in the game to me really shone through the design elements for me that that's what got my attention the gameplay the gameplay is actually really solid for a nintendo game um but again it, there was nothing awe-inspiring or groundbreaking in terms of like you know the you know you could talk to npcs but there's no overarching like narrative or anything guiding guiding no you choice right and there wasn't a sense of freedom in comparison to the first game so right. you know there that was or no f- sense of like you know with uh castlevania 2 you could buy you know a flame whip or buy something that would help you out mm-hmm. there's it's really like you said it's it's checking the box you go to the town you find the wise man he gives you the spell you use the spell to get to the next level you finish the dungeon you go to the next town you find the wise man he gives you a spell that spell gets you to the next mm-hmm. and so on and so forth but it is weird. It's it's one it's one of those weird things. So what if this one came out first? Would Zelda have been as popular as it is today? It, it, it might. It, it, since it, it came out relatively, it might, yeah. But it, it's 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 one of those things of it, Zelda was such a great game that it might have salvaged it. You know, it might have had a little bit of the ooh, I don't want to touch that game because it's a Zelda game. But it would have quickly worn off, especially with when the Super Nintendo yeah, comes that, in with exactly. Link to the Past. Link to the Past was just, I mean, just amazing. I mean, come on, throwing that, chickens. That, that was exactly what I was going to lead to. I think it it really wouldn't have mattered as much in comparison to once Link of the Past came out. Because when that that came out, that was, like I said, that was the bee's knees. That was a chef's kiss, all that good stuff. But let, but you kind of, if you played Zelda 1... You kind of understood all the mechanics of Zelda, like all the mm-hmm. hidden things and this kind of stuff. So you kind of knew what to expect for Link See, to the and Past. That, and right? that was this, that was this thing with Zelda too. I don't remember, like you know, like right. you said, we don't get a bomb. So how are you going to know if we found a secret in like in these dungeons? So it just felt like a Zelda skinned Mario game, you know? Yeah. So then, like there there wasn't that sense of discovery, and that was the issue that hurt. Adventures of Zelda, they could have kept it the same way because Simon's Quest had sense of discovery. It was a, it was a just a two D side scroller. You had different directions where you can go, and then if you had a certain item, it would unlock a certain area. Like they had that. So I mean, if they probably tried to incorporate that into Zelda two, it would have it would have shown a lot more. It might have actually yeah. changed. It might have changed the entire gameplay of Zelda altogether. You know, so right. They could have been could be calling it Zelda Zeldavania, 
instead yeah, of Metroidvania exactly. in all seriousness. Because it's like, you know, if uh, Konami didn't do is I'm not, I'm a fan of uh I don't mind Castlevania too a lot of people don't like it but it's it wasn't well done as opposed to if it could have been done by Nintendo like for one of the one of the right off the bat the the castles you have to wander up on and then you fight your way through it and there's not even a boss it's like what would it be better if you just had a boss and then you got some item at the end of it you know some of them had bosses but some of them didn't most of them didn't. You just threw the stake at the orb and get Dracula's rib or whatever. Oh yeah, and two, yeah, two. They didn't really have bosses, yeah. but um, the kings, you know, so, there were there was a handful, but yeah, like you said, it yeah. was. It, but they went back to the original formula with uh, Dracula's curse, and that was a right. solid game. And I love that. I was I was more fond of that game from the Nintendo era than anything. So when I watched the Castlevania series, I was in heaven. Like it was great. It's off of that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. But yeah, it was the Castlevania series was actually based on uh, Dracula's curse in, this, in in that time space. Yeah. So speaking of bosses, I have a fun <laughs> fact about our bosses and how America got the short end of the stick about the bosses. So the North American version of Ventures of Link had numerous changes from the original Japanese release. One glaring example is the arrangement of bosses. The Japanese version had Helmet Head as the boss of the fifth dungeon, but North American release had moved him to the second place. For the fifth dungeon boss, Nintendo of America made a new enemy named Guma, who is basically a troll with a mace. There is no official statement as to why Nintendo of America would rearrange certain enemies in Adventures of Link. However, popular speculation suggests the company wanted to adjust the difficulty for North America players. They always do. Basically, yeah. the thought pattern of that's the reason why we got a different Super Mario Brothers 2 because of difficulty. Yeah, so that's probably well, why. Exactly why. Yeah, they changed, like I said, some of the stuff where you can save uh, your. Um, I think there's more. You can save your uh, experience points to level up instead of just kind of following <coughs> this. You may, there's no point in spending your points if they're going to tell you what to spend them on. I mean, that's you just might as well just say level up magic. You leveled up life. You leveled up, you know. Yeah. But uh, there's more to there's a lot more that changed to uh, because of that difficulty curve thing for this uh, the American release. But um, but anyway, yeah, it's uh. I mean, it's not a lot to talk about, man. We can't really get into it. Like, there's no memorable well, moments. We well, can't. We've got, got some more fun facts. Oh, uh, we're going to get into that, but I'm just show, I'm just telling British. I mean, what do you think about all this, British? You think that this is uh, a fun game you want to play? I'm honestly not sure. I mean, I, I was absolutely blown away, and I'm actually really glad the first one I ever played was Link to the Past. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. If, I mean, you love disappo- it, if you love disappointment and pain and strife, this is the game for you. <laughs> Especially after playing A Link to the Past. I mean, it's going to be... A, unfortunately, it is going to be a letdown after playing A Link to the Past. I mean, it's, yeah. it's A Link to the Past. It's, it's no, an amazing game. If you game. go into it thinking it's a Zelda game, but if you go into it thinking it's just a Nintendo game based off of Zelda lore, I'd be better off, but... um. It's it's worth if you're a Zelda fan, you're definitely worth playing. But I mean, you know, everybody talks about these great Zelda games, and nobody talks about Link to the uh, Link's Adventure. You know, Zelda right. two. So it's an oxymoron. Uh, you don't say great Zelda games in Link two. 
I mean, Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Zelda too. You just don't. It's yeah. an oxymoron to say that. It's it's not. It's the weak point of it. But as another fun fact and something we've discussed before, this is not the worst Zelda game at all. It's a worst one by Nintendo, though. It is the worst Nintendo one. Yes, it's oh, whenever the the Russian games that were cell animated. Uh, Link, uh, Link, the Faces of Evil, Zelda, the Wand of Gamelion, and Zelda's Adventure were 2D games developed exclusively for the Philips CDI games. Those were the most horrid games They're of memes. all the Zeldas. They're I memes. mean, it's just terrible. Oh, I mean, oh, I'm God. seeing one graphic here of it, and it's like Link biting his lip, winking, and Zelda <laughs> kind of like, it, it's terrible looking. <laughs> We need to do one on the cartoon every time he goes, that excuse, excuse me, princess. <laughs> like I everyone. loved the Zelda Fridays <laughs> on the Super Mario show, but yeah. I love the crossover that they had with uh, Link and Captain N, the game master. Like, I just loved how they updated the look of both Ganon and Link. It was like one of my favorite yeah. episodes back in the day. So, yeah. Hey, I love that too, man. Um, but Link was, I think he was like kind of a jerk in it or something. I don't remember. Because Kevin, they had, to, they had to keep Kevin the hero. They can't have Link come in and just was, swallow up Kevin. Well, no, he was actually more serious. Uh, and it wasn't Zelda. Yeah, sorry. Was it was real Ganon, serious, it was I guess. Ganon and Link at their updated uh, looks. But uh, no, I think he was actually more mature, if I remember right. Yeah. yeah. I need to check it out again. But uh, yeah, I loved when he came in there too. And, and it shows they had to go into one of these castles. It might have been the Zelda, the Zelda episode, the Link, or the uh, yeah, Legend of Zelda episode, where he used a zapper. And, you know, Link had the sword that shoots out like a zapper because he's got, he's got full hearts, you know. <laughs> so it was a good, uh, I love, love those things as a kid. The Zelda, they had a Zelda and Mario cereal too. Yep. You remember that? It was a Zelda. As a box, half of the half of it was Zelda cereal, and the other half was Mario cereal. Oh man, I remember! <laughs> I even remember when they had Batman oh, cereal when the Tim Burton one movies were out, oh, and yeah. I had a little metallic Hot Wheels uh, Batmobile from Ooh. Batman Returns. That thing, oh my gosh, that thing was oh, beat up. sick. Oh yeah, I miss those days. So, British, this is a fun fact for you, more or less, to go back and listen to one of our old, old episodes, which Hollywood is probably going to shoot me for throwing it back to this. But (laughs) let me just make sure I'm verifying and saying the right one. Yes, episode 12. In episode 12, Hollywood mentioned this fun fact. Hollywood, do you, can you remember all the way back to episode 12, which fun fact I am talking about? What was that? What was episode 12? Episode can, can 12 the was the, the Dwar- Dragon Warrior episode with Coach. Okay. That's going to be a fun fact about Zelda? Yep. I wrote it down, uh. so I'm actually going back and listening to all the old podcasts <laughs> just to, you know, pick up little things like this to have in here and have little gems, and this is the first little gem that I have from some of the old episodes. I will say this, though. That's the first one with Coach on it, and that was one of my favorite episodes back in the day. It was so funny. It was a great, it was a great episode. He's and again, clear leaves like halfway through it. We're like, all right, man, later. You know, this yeah, is before we. You know, dr- this is when I was. This is like our Zelda two house, episode. I, yeah, I had the house in Brandon. <laughs> we didn't have a was moving down to Silver Creek, and I had to get down home. You know, to Silver Creek. You know, so I could do moving stuff the next day, and it's pretty funny. But it's a really good episode. Is that how many hearts? Nope. That takes for the white sword because that was Mandela nope. effect. 
No, that's Mandela effect. Now, then I asked Nick, and he got the he, Nick, Nick is Nick's. Hey, Nick, how many hearts does it take to get the white sword in Zelda? The first one, Zelda one. Do you remember? Ooh, no, I don't remember. Okay. Well, it was six back in the day, and now it's five. Mandela effect got it, and it's five. <laughs> I remember specifically going through and trying to, and finding the white sword, and you couldn't get it. You know, and I was like. Why can't I get it? And then, so then they had to have a certain amount of hearts. So I kept going through, got to every heart I got, I went back, and then I couldn't get it till six. I think I have a new, just as, as we're talking about this, and this is something I think we need all, all four be on too, because I think it'd be a fun one to have all four of us on, is an episode on the Mandela effect on video games. I think it'd be oh, fun to go back yeah. and look up that stuff. Everybody looks up stuff and brings it and talks about it because I know it's happened to everybody in gaming <laughs> you know i know it's happened to me several times on the podcast hollywood just you know described one that happened to him i think it'd be fun to do it but to get back to the thing that hollywood mentioned on episode 12 he actually said that this was a waste of programming and it was a pointless thing for them to do and they shouldn't have done it it was actually the i am error Oh, yeah, yeah. The I Am Error actually was meant to be like that. It was not glitched. It was not a problem. They actually did that as a joke about errors, about errors in gaming. There's also another town that you walk in. A guy says, I am Bagu, which is the Japanese word for bug. Error and bug. So it was just a funny reference for all of the programmers. So go back listening to go back and listen to episode 12, the Dragon Quest podcast or Dragon Warrior podcast, whichever one you remember it as, and listen to that conversation there. It was quick. It was a quick mention, but I just thought it was funny because since we were going to be talking about this and I listened to that around the same time we discussed doing this podcast. Yeah, he's like one of the first guys you talk to and you walk in a room and he goes, I am error. And you're like, did something happen with the game? You know, it's like they knew the game was going to be crappy right away, you know? I can so just imagine the frustration. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but uh, but speaking of, I would love to have British on here and do Dragon Warrior. That would be a fun one. Again, we already did it once, but uh, with Coach and maybe have Coach back too. But because it's an adventure, it's like the very first American oh, RPG yes. that we really got. And kind of talk about the basics of it and whatnot, and just uh, I have a, I played that game a million times. It's so, a uh, dragon, <clears throat> dragon Dra warrior, dragon warrior, Wire. dragon quest. Uh, dragon quest is what it was called in Japan. It was dragon. Speaking warrior of, here. here's what you can do: go on eBay and find. Uh, I got to do this too. There's a uh, Switch game, uh, one through three. It's all mm -hmm. remade. And it's an import, but it's still only like twenty seven bucks, and it's all in English. You can get it in English, and it's all called. Those are called Dragon Quest one, two, and three. Yeah, they're Dragon I'm Quest. Actually, I'm actually fixing to buy a copy of it because when I found that out, I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." Speaking of that, did you know that's actually Dragon Quest reference in Zelda and the slimes? <laughs> no, definitely the red slime and blue slimes. In the Japanese in version both. of the game, found uh, a grave found in Saria reads, The hero Loto rests here. The name Loto is a reference to the Japanese name of the legendary Dragon Quest hero. Nice. Oh. And then in Final Fantasy, they actually put a um, Here Lies Link on a grave in the town of 
Elfheim. And that's uh, Final Fantasy for the North America. The original North American release of Final Fantasy for the NES did not have that reference. Um, they changed it to Here Lies Edric. So yeah, yeah, I remember Edric. Weird. Yep. You know, so. I've never played a single Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior game. <gasps> not a single one. <laughs> You got to. We we both got homework to do then. Yeah, looks like it. <laughs> yes. The new one's fun, man. Dragon hey, Quest Twelve that, or something. That's a great for retro re or retro plays for the first time. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, play a first. I mean, I'm not against hard to get it. Into the- uh, it's going to take me a minute, but I'm not against that's doing fine. that. Because then you could get it on Switch, both of you, and there you go. You can play so, it on Switch. The the Dragon Warrior we're always jumping on talking about Dragon Warrior now, but the Dragon <laughs> Warrior on the NES <laughs> is uh the level it takes forever to level up, right? It's thirty levels, but you just it takes forever to level up. So what they did on the uh the new release for the Game Boy, they made it quicker. Now I don't know if that was because well, I mean I don't know why it would hurt memory of a Game Boy cartridge, but they had cartridge uh Dragon they had Dragon Quest one and two on a single cartridge in Game Boy. Um and so I wonder on the Switch version, do they keep that mechanic? Because that's a lot more fun. That's uh, you get gold faster, and you get uh, it just speeds up the pace a little bit. But if you didn't know any better, and they put that grind in there on purpose. All right, we're getting too far ahead. I won't. I'll stop uh, on a yeah, Dragon Quest. But so, uh, there's so yeah. much, so many interesting facts about that very first, very first one. But uh, it is. So Zelda another, two, not so many interesting facts. Go well, ahead, no, Claire. here's another interesting <laughs> fact. So this is a really interesting one that I thought that was really for the timing of us discussing this and how everything's falling. Both, um, I was fixing to call her edgy because I've been listening to the old podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> and so br- the, the British will feel the pain. I know that Nick will feel the pain because he waited in line to get a graphics card, so he know he will fulfill the pain. The reason why that this game this game was actually supposed to be released in February of eighty eight, not October of eighty eight. The reason why is because there was a chip shortage in nineteen nine in nineteen eighty eight. Just kind of funny how we had a chip shortage back then for that, and now we're having a chip shortage now, and we decided to talk about this game. Just thought it was funny <laughs> and funny coincidence. Very. You know, it'd be really funny. You see another uh, oh. Uh, Xbox buys BioWare, Xbox buys uh, EA, and then Sony buys a uh, microchip company. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to be, you want to be the king of uh, video games, you just buy up the microchip companies. That would be funny. And then you rule. So anyway, all right, guys. There's not much to say about Zelda. You got, another, you got more fun facts or are you done with... I mean, I can get, I can give you painful fun facts, but there's just, just I mean, this one is more scratching. Let's out go one pain. Yeah, one pain. Yeah, one uh, we can remember, okay. we can remember one, Zelda properly. One, one that's just kind of blah on here was um, the fun fact of beating Zelda and Zelda Two in less than half an hour. Speedrunners are beating it in eighteen minutes and seven seconds. The entire game. <laughs> yeah, I watched you know? that one. And so that's it. Um, the, I do got to say this real quick. The final boss is a is a you. <laughs> it's just uh, Zell. You're fighting Link as a silhouette. He's a silhouette of you, and it's just this big knockdown battle. It's very difficult. Everybody's complaining how difficult it was, but 
if you want to, you can just go to the left side of the screen and you don't even have to kneel down, but it's the, the traditional is just kneel down and use your sword, just keep swinging and he just keeps running into it and you kill him so, so easily. It's no challenge at all. Now yes, here's, uh, great. here's the true, sad, painful fact of Zelda 2. The Adventure of Link introduced a plethora of new ideas into the series, ideas that haven't re- reappeared in any future games. The leveling up system, which made Zelda 2 play more like a traditional RPG, has yet to return in any of the 3D Zelda games. The same is said for the extra live system, but that's because the side-scrolling format of Zelda 2 required it like other platform games such as Mario Brothers. Modern 3D platformers and adventure games, however, have done away with that mechanic. Lastly, Zelda 2 is the first English release in the series that didn't have well, we already said that, The Legend of Zelda, in its title. This was done to save space for the subtitle. So, who knows, maybe one day a new Zelda game will bring these features back. But Did you know that Zelda, uh, that Link actually speaks in one of the games? Not, the, not making a noise, like, oh, when he jumps or anything, he actually speaks. In one of the games? In one of the Zelda games, yes. Mm-hmm. We actually this? discussed this fun fact during the Zelda Link to the Past episodes. And now I forgot. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> a Link Between Worlds. What's he say there? I. It's the other Link from the other world. Like, you're st- it's still... Oh, uh, okay. It, but I don't... Not, not with the main character. I can't remember. The only one he speaks in that I'm aware of is Zelda 2, Adventure of Link. It's when he says, I found a mirror. When he finds a mirror under a table. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's All just right. another fun fact about, about Zelda 2, because in the Japanese version, it says, found a mirror. But they changed it to the American version. It says, I found a mirror. That's the only item we see it found. It's you know, it's a weird thing. That is, <laughs> anyway, that is the first there time you go. he speaks. And it says, oh, you're I saying f- he speaks in a different one? Oh yes, I have found a list of five games that he speaks in, and it says, oh, "I found a mirror it. under the table." Is what he says in Zelda Two, in Link's Awakening. He says, um, "It says what illusion," and then Link doesn't say anything for the rest of the Link's Awakening, but the but doesn't have to. <laughs> One line is enough to indicate just how shaken the legendary hero is by, I cannot say his, you know, that character's name. Uh. And then he also speaks in The Wind Waker. Uh, let's see, does they list what he says? Uh, it says, come on. So he does say that. And Skyward Sword, he also speaks. Um, trying to see if they say what he says in the Skyward Sword. I do not see it. And then he also speaks in the Breath of the Wild. Really? When Says similar to we'll talk Princess characters react to Link as if he's speaking, but the Breath of the Wild does not does not feature Link moving his lips for the dialogue, even silent. In fact, Nintendo of America outright removed all of Link's character, making him as mute as ever. Which is a shame for Breath of the Wild. The original Japanese version of Breath of the Wild has Link writing in his journal in the in first person. He comments on his insecurities, what he does for Hyrule, and how desperately he wants to see Zelda and her smile again. So, oh, he's very mute. So you have five instances of him speaking in some form or matter. I understand right. the reasoning, but 
I, it's yeah, good to it's have my personality also. It's always like, that's always the big RPG conundrum. Do you like when the character speaks or does not speak the main character? The justification is, well, you're the main character because you're playing the main character. You have your own dialogue. You know, we can't tell you what you would say in that situation. Or do you like playing a main character that speaks? So I always, prefer you know, a, uh, I certainly prefer a silent protagonist. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's Chrono Trigger. Chrono doesn't say a word. <laughs> That's Nick's favorite. It made my favorite, too. Yeah. Um, so, but, one more last <clears throat> fun fact that I just found that I didn't read. Um, the Famicom disc system releases a uh, release used different battle music than that of the original of the uh, cartridge release for the nes the reason for the change is unknown the song was eventually remixed and used as mini boss theme in the legend of zelda minish cap so that's another little fun fact that actually is interesting and the changes just to show you that a lot of the times they change the games from the japanese release to the american release oh that was very normal yeah well, I mean, even up to Breath of the Wild, which was very recent, mm-hmm. they even changed stuff there. It's 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 kind of like the Japanese are like, well, we got to dumb it down for these Americans. I'm so bad when I learn <laughs> Japanese just so I can play the Japanese release only games or whatever. I just play some games that I know. You remember well, for Shizzle back from the our old squadron, Nick? Boshet, yeah, Gary yeah, yeah, Foshet, yeah. yeah. He learned Japanese, like, just so he could play the video games. <laughs> it's like, you know this just so he could play video That's games. That's impressive. He should be on our podcast. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Do it all in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of dedication. Japanese is not an yeah. ancient language. So, yeah, I remember that. You speak Japanese? Yeah, I was like, for the, for the video games. Like, wow, it's awesome. So, all right, guys. So, as you can see... If you're listening to this HEK podcast, the game is about, uh, it, it, it is a video game and you go play it and it'll tell you where to go and what to do. It's not a lot of memories. It's not a legendary classic. It's a part of a series as a classic, obviously, but, um, brought some names to the, to the series, but it's not as beloved. Um, it would be. You know, you know, it'll be interesting to somebody that's never played a Zelda to play this one first. I don't know, you know, but anyway, it's just it should be interesting to see what they thought about it without being tainted by any other Zelda knowledge. But we don't have a time machine, so no <laughs> yeah. good. But uh, Nick British, I really appreciate you guys coming on here. I know we kept pushing it back and pushing it back. But uh, we got it done. We did. I'm glad to be here. So, <laughs> so. Glad to have you back again. It's a lot of fun yeah. having you on these things. Aww. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've missed it. I have. <laughs> Y'all need to send me a link of that Dragon Warrior thing. I might check it out, but I also would just probably play one of the new ones and be okay, I'm sure. I'll get you, I'll get <laughs> yeah. you a link and you can play Dragon Warrior 1, 2, and 3. Right on. You talking about the yeah. ones for Switch? Yeah, yeah. You want a link for the Switch? Yeah, that's awesome, man. I want to get that bad. I'll send everybody so, a link for it. Right, sounds group, good to me. Group, group one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, cool, everybody. Thank you all for joining, and thank you guys for listening. Take, Take care, care, everybody. Bye. Keep on, beat, keep on beating COVID up. That's right. <laughs>